Please for rich out the poor out the bad out the wise. We got glasses on our eyes. We've been walking into that burning charge. For the record, wants to acknowledge that we are here today on unceded Gadigal land of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Sovereignty was never ceded, always was, always will be Aboriginal land. This week on For the Record, we're doing a rather special album to me, the first album by Block Party, Silent Alarm. Definitely one of the more pinnacle standout moments of the indie rock revival that happened in the early 2000s. You may have caught what it was from the first track right there, Like Eating Glass, we are going through Silent Alarm by Block Party, having a little bit of a throwback moment today on For The Record. And might I say, what a statement of intent Like Eating Glass is as an opener. I feel like they definitely ran the risk of... Maybe some people calling them uh, a hype band off the back of singles like (laughs) Banquet, and I feel like this song definitely is a statement of intent, them saying, nope, this is going to be an album's album. If you're tuning in for the first time, For The Record is an album show that happens from midday until 1 on FBI Radio 94.5, on digital radio and streaming at fbiradio.com. Over an hour, Dan Gordon and I, Maya Billick, unpack a record in its length, go through some of the backstory, some of our favourite bits and pieces, and why we just damn love a record so much and why it's worthy of a little extra attention. And every so often, we throw it back to an excellent record from a few years past that is worthy of revisiting, and Block Party is like no other. Yeah, definitely built upon their early sound with a couple of EPs uh, that looked on to the release of this album. The record was recorded with Paul Epworth, who's done releases by people like Florence and the Machine, Rihanna and The Horrors, just to get the full scope of the kind of sounds that he's working with. Also responsible for a lot of the early Maximo Park records, so he's Mm. kind of familiar with that whole post-punky really like jagged edge sound and I feel like that's why the marriage of him and Block Party on this record really kind of um rung true and then it felt like felt like the perfect perfect pairing sort of like what Dan Carey is to Black Midi yeah and and I feel like he kind of took their sound which is probably a little raw a little rough around the edges and clean it up a little bit, which is what I, th- I think that they needed. And, and that kind of meticulous precision is is really what carries the album for me. More than anything today, we're going to be looking beyond the nostalgia and looking through what makes this record truly one of the standout uh, indie rock records of the early 2000s, especially considering the scene at the times. This is already post Is This It, Interpol, a big pre-Arctic Monkey, Franz Ferdinand, a huge... This whole record in itself was one of those game changers in indie rock. Yeah, and I, I think that the UK are a little bit um, guilty of really, really hyping up a lot of their indie rock, especially in the early 2000s. Every single band was the next big band, according to people like Enemy. And uh, it, it kind of made you go... I'm going to take like that with a little bit of salt. Um, but I feel like Block Party are one of those bands that 
everybody, or maybe not everybody, but certainly the vast majority of people definitely agreed on that, yeah, these guys are the real deal. And Silent Alarm is probably, at least at least in my opinion, one of, if not the strongest debut releases of the 2000s. Exactly. Yeah, and I think one of the ways that Block Party really differentiated themselves from that really kind of like clustered, gestated scene that the UK had at that time was by favouring substance over maybe like big experiments or caring about sounding quote-unquote stylish. The songs on um, Silent Alarm never really overstay their welcome and they kind of always leave you wanting more. I feel like that's another one of the key characteristics of this record is that kind of like keep them on the edge of their seat mentality that they kind of ensue over the course of its duration. Yeah, and it still bops all this time later. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that there are so many bands from the UK in that time period that I I haven't listened to them in 15 years, but I still go back and listen to this album, you know, on the regular. And I think it being able to stand the test of time is a testament to the effort that they put into putting this thing together. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of Silent Alarm and when I think about Block Party, what really sticks out most to me is obviously the frenetic guitars and the high energy that they bring through some of their biggest songs, which isn't to say that there are no slowed down moments at all, but alongside the freneticism is the distinctness of Kelly O'Karakey's voice and the way that him as a front man was able to place their band and position music from London and the impact that had on the scene. Yeah, and I think the other the other special thing about Block Party is while Calais is obviously, you know, one of the main focal points, I feel like this album, more so than a lot of other albums from that time period, really allows each member to shine in their own right. Like, you really hear some of the best drumming on any indie rock album of the 2000s on this. Mm. And same with the bass playing. Like, So I feel like everything kind of stands up to one another. It's almost like each member is kind of like jousting with one another on, you know, who can play the best guitar part on this bit or who, who can have the best drum line here. Yeah, and without a doubt would have given way for artists like Friendly Fires, Metronomy to start experimenting with things and pick up where Block Party left off. Yeah, definitely. If anything, Block Party are definitely one of the catalysts for where UK indie rock was going and continued to go on into the 2010s. You're on For The Record. My name's Maya Billick. I'm here with Dan Gordon going through Silent Alarm by Block Party, taking you back down maybe a little bit of memory lane, but going through the merits of the record more than anything right here on FBI Radio 94.5. What are some of your favourite memories of the record? Text in on 0409 945 945. We'd love to hear them. This next one's called Helicopter. You're on FBI.
top you heard helicopter after that one positive tension and then right here the ends of the mega smash single off silent alarm by block party it's banquet you're in for the record and we are going to unpack the sound and songwriting of silent alarm which ended up positioning block party as being just slightly ahead of maybe not the game but ahead of the curve amongst their peers in terms of their commitment to rhythm and how that forms the basis of the whole record. There's no way you can't think of Silent Alarm and not just be vigorously, low-key, violently trying to recreate the drums across the record. Yeah, to me, they they just seem to care that little bit more than anybody else that was kind of making that sort of like angsty post-punky but still leaning quite heavily on pop music Mm. they they seem to really really care about every single sound that goes into the makeup of this record and you know not to say that other bands don't care about their sound but where other bands might be like oh that's fine that that takes fine block party would probably be like oh no we have to do that until it's perfect so and I feel like that is one of the main reasons why this album kind of stands out from the pack because it just feels laboured over. Every single guitar part has to be exactly on point. Every single drum hit has to be exactly where it needs to be. And even on the softer moments of the album, right, even though they might be quote-unquote slower, there's still this whole like, just like insane energy across in the background it almost feels like there are eight to 16 beats squished into like four for example yeah like everything on the album is relatively simple in terms of style but it's that execution that really really kind of carries it across the line and turns it into something something truly special like tracks like banquet and like eating glass and made with like that level of finesse mm. that are almost undeniable. Now, what might sound a little bit unusual or strange is that Kelly O'Karakey's description of the album is put simply as Technicolor. Might sound a little bit weird given how straightforward and true to its sound it is, but what he means is that it has massive hooks huge energetic performances and above all else this crazy ambition you know when you think of Technicolor the first thing that comes into my head are massive like Coldplay Stadium concerts with this big uh, grandiose over the top big performance with you know like confetti and da 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 and the fact that Kelly is thinking of Technicolor in this sense of like ambition is something yeah and I I think that kind of brings you down to the level that they were at as a band or maybe their mindset they were at as a band at that point where they were thinking our sound can be technical it can still sound like us but we don't have we don't have to take away the parts that make us us to make it sound like that we can do technicolor in our own way and i think that's a really inspiring thing to think about you know you don't have to have these like coldplay-esque massive over the top um, overbearing sounds to be that. It can be a whole different thing if you look at it from a different perspective. Yeah, and you can tell that they wear their love and their admiration for Echo and the Bunnymen, Gang of Four, really early days of um, Robert Smith and The Cure on their sleeve so transparently, but not in this uh, gimmicky, 
copycatty kind of way because the music that they make and that they give on Silent Alarm has that level of confidence that cuts through everything else. Yeah, like they're they're a straightforward indie rock band, but that's the whole point. Earlier you heard Banquet, but now we're going to jump into Blue Light from Silent Alarm by Block Party. Bit of an OC moment right here on For The Record. Stay with us on FBI. Love. You are the bluest love. 
from the track list of Silent Alarm by Block Party. We're going through the album right here on For The Record, brought to you by FBI Radio. We had Blue Light, She's Hearing Voices, and just there, This Modern Love. Huge shout-outs to everyone on the text line, 0409-945-945. It's really lovely hearing all the bits and pieces of what Silent Alarm means to you and the memories it's sparking. Now, while bands like The Rapture were really, really heads down doing the whole merging rock and disco into this whole one big conglomerate, I feel like Silent Alarm kind of carries itself with that same level of urgency uh, as The Rapture and as anything on James Murphy's DFA. Yeah, I was just about to make that same point that even though it is quite indie rock based, it does seem like it's thought of and written and produced in maybe the way that someone might think of electronic music, at least in terms of the tempo, how much is happening in four to eight bars and that there's so much going in and out and then like little bits and pieces flying in here and there. Yeah, and I definitely think that, you know, 
they absolutely operate on separate ends of the spectrum. I'm talking about Echoes by The Rapture and Silent Alarm by Block Party. I do think they have some similarities between them in that they both try and incorporate that, uh, like a strong, strong level of electronic music into their album without really becoming an electronic group like, mm. or even necessarily using electronic instruments Mm. and they kind of do that themselves with the way that they put it together and the rhythms that they choose to use and I feel like if you're going to put forward two examples of that they're probably the two strongest. And more than that lyrically uh, the whole record is intelligent, inspiring, the writing is really touching, lyrics in particular about society, intimacy, politics, frustration, but they go beyond the standard love song, standard boy meets girl, heartbreak, da-da-da, or A-cab, fight the system kind of thing. Songs like The Pioneers and Plans dealt with fading ideals and a certain helplessness regarding the ever-changing world, which seems, to be honest, pretty relevant now more than ever than when it first came out. Yeah, and I think teamed up with a constantly progressing sound that really wasn't afraid to take risks is definitely why this album, above all of their other re- above all of their other releases, has been held to such a high standard and regard by fans. Not to say that any of their other work is bad, but I feel like this is a clear, clear high note in their career. Well, you know, you have those early days of unjaded energy and passion that just bleeds throughout the whole album as well yeah for me they're a band that sounded like everyone else but also sounded like no one else all at the same time yeah which i think is is such a tricky thing to master and it's definitely why they were so popular is because they glued themselves to what was interesting and trendy and and popular at that time but they did it with such a style that you know, no one could mistake them for anyone else. And plus the really, like, simple, humble irresistibility of just straight-up hooks that are really easy to latch onto that you really want to start singing. Yeah, there's a level of charm there that is is almost indisputable. On that note, we're going to whip into the final bits and pieces of Silent Alarm. I mean, the pioneers, which is what you're going to hear right now on FBI Radio before we jump on out of here. Stay with us on For The Record. You're an FBI.
So here we are. Is the name of that one. Price of Gasoline just before it and we kicked it off with The Pioneers. We are going through Silent Alarm by Block Party, the album we are unpacking today on For The Record. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for all the texts. We've got to get out of here and make some room for lunch on FBI Radio, so don't go anywhere. Maria will keep you posted right up until 3. So give her a big warm welcome on 0409-945-945. We're going to leave you here with the last bits of Silent Alarm. Before I let you know ahead of time what the songs are, you can listen back to today's show at fbiradio.com slash programs. Also, you can grab For The Record wherever you get your podcasts from. All you got to do is look for FBI Radio and we should be right there with you for the record, is the name. Or if you want to get in touch for the record, at FBI Radio is the spot to do so. Or you can hit us up on Instagram, for the record, FM is the handle. You can see ahead of time what we'll be unpacking. Yeah, a little sneak preview. And on that, we're going to leave you with Luno and Plans right here on FBI, taking you right up until one.